Hi everyone, and welcome to Time Spot on the Beat, a podcast presented by the New Straits Times, where we try to talk about everything sports. My name is Fabian Peter, and I have been a sports writer with the NST for the past seven years. Each week, we will be discussing various topics with sports officials, athletes, and even fans to bring you behind the scenes of what actually takes place in the world of sports. So sit back, folks, and enjoy the show. And we're back in the studios here at Banda Utama for another episode of Time Spot on the Beat with me, Fabian Peter. This week, um, it's going to be a little bit different. This week, it's big. It's so big that, uh, you know, I'm a bit nervous because we've got Malaysia's very first diving world champion. We've got Chong Junhung in the studio today. Welcome, Junhung. Hello, hello, hello. How are you, Junhung? I'm good. You're good, huh? Good. good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> For those of them, I mean, outside who may not know you, maybe you can introduce yourself, you know, what you do and uh, how long you've been doing it. Uh, my name is Chon Jun Hong. I'm a ex, I mean, a former national diver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been in diving for 22 years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, until now. Yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. See, the past couple of years has been really tough on everybody lah. Uh, we're talking about COVID, mm-hmm. um, you know. Even until today, we're still not too sure what's really happening. Uh, we don't know when we can travel freely. How has it been for you? It has been quite tough also, actually. I think not only to me, uh, but everyone out there also the same. Mm. Just that um, you you mean training-wise and competition-wise, it's like a lot of things has ha- has changed. Uh. It's been yep. very different, you know. Even if we have to go out for competitions, there's a lot of SOPs and tasks that we need to do. So yeah. actually, it's uh, kind of a bit troublesome, <laughs> a bit leche. <laughs> Correct, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I think it hit really bad uh, sometime in 2020. That was the first time, I think, when they announced uh, the whole MCO and everything else. And it, I, I guess it wasn't really a good period for athletes because, you know, competition-wise uh, and stuff like that. Also, because it was just a year before the Olympics. I mean, first of all, the Olympics got postponed by one year. Um, how much did that affect you? Actually, um, in the beginning, we thought it will be like uh, held in the same year. So, actually, end of 2019, I'm still training in China. Hmm, hmm, yeah. yeah. And until um, until that we have a, a World Cup in Tokyo for the qualification, yeah. We thought it's going to, you know, on lah, boleh, boleh yeah, on, yeah, you know. Ha, ha. But at the end, it cancelled and the whole Olympics also extend. Okay. So, till that time, MCO also started in China already actually. Yeah. China first. Mm. But that time also, um, people were like asking me, do you still want to uh, stay there or you want to come back? I say, it's okay for me to stay there because that time, mm-hmm. if you stay at a place and not going anywhere is the safest very the safest way yeah. to uh, to keep myself safe yep. that's my mind my, my thought is like that lah. Yep. but until too much there's no other way really lah. Okay. because in China also very difficult to keep some foreigners you know yep, so yep, yep. so we decided to come back lah. this was March 2020 yeah around that time which part of China were you based uh, in just Guangzhou 
Guangzhou. Okay. Was it bad at that time in Guangzhou? China is under quite a good control actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because the whole uh, breakout was in Wuhan, right? You know, you went under the total lockdown and stuff like that. Um, but like you said, lah, I guess it was a bit difficult in terms of foreigners and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And then the visa thing, hmm. all. But so the, at last, I came back Malaysia, and the day I. I reached Malaysia, KLIA, then the next day, lockdown in Malaysia. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So it was just then lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At that time, we still really didn't know what was going to happen in terms of like the Olympics and and, and stuff like that. You know, there were still ongoing um, discussions whether yeah. to, to, to postpone and stuff. How much did that affect you mentally in terms of preparing for the Olympics? Yeah, people were like, asking me, uh, what's your goal in Olympics? And my my first answer will be, I still haven't qualified yet. Mm. So I I have to go through the World Cup, the qualification competition. Yeah. Only I will like take the next step and see how will it be. Yeah. And plus, there's a COVID pandemic and everything. I'm like, mm. I, I don't know what I can say. I'm like, just, you know, what, take one step at a time, you know, yeah. step by step. And then we'll see how things go so on, you know. So, yeah. Correct. Even uh, the the World Cup, they already mentioned will held in April. Yeah. And still, two weeks before the competition, they they Correct. cancel it. They yeah. call off. Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, oh, train so hard. Correct. Off, Correct. You know? Correct. These kind of things, lah. Uh. Yeah. 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 But after a few weeks, they say, oh, okay, just postpone, not cancel. Ah. So. Okay. It will it will have a qualification. So we went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So throughout your period of uh, of uh, representing Malaysia um, diving, mm. was this the first time that you went through something like this? You know, so uncertainties. Yeah. I say a lot of uncertainties, and uh. then it's like uh, there's a goal, but how how much effort that I want to put in? You know, Correct. I've already put in like hundred percent, maybe two hundred percent, and when I heard those news, uh, it's yeah. like quite quite a hit to me. You know, actually, yeah, yeah. but. There's nothing I can do. I have to be strong. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Even though when I break down, also I say I'm break down lah. Then I have to break through it. <laughs> On yeah. that note, you know, talking about being strong, I'm just going to go back a little bit, and then we're going to come back, of course, to 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 sure. to, to the Olympics and you know, lots of other things. I want to know a bit about your history in terms of getting into diving. Um, see, diving is a is 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 a sport. I think at least here in Malaysia, people know about diving. When you're talking about your elite athletes, people talking about uh, athletes like you or even Pandalela, Manyi, um, but we don't really know what really happens at the grassroots level. So, how did you get into diving? Like, how young were you? And I was chosen by a China coach in my state, Perak Ipoh. Okay. Uh, she came into the school and just find a few classes. You know, ask all the students to stand up. And line up one line, you know, okay. to check our body lines actually. Huh. Yeah, she she just asked us all of us to straighten our knees as 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 hard as we can. Okay. Yeah. How old were you? I was nine. Nine. Yeah. And this was in school, and you and you didn't know anything about diving. I didn't know anything about diving, and that time also she didn't really mention about diving. Only she she came and choose lah. Ah. Yeah, and oh. then okay, you okay? Then write name, write down your name, write down your name. And then, oh, after a few days, um, she she came up with a letter. Okay. It's like an invitation letter lah, uh, to let the kids to bring back to our home and show to our parents. It's just a, like a, a agreement lah. It's like invitation lah. I, I'm a coach from China. Okay. You know, I, I I teach diving. I coach diving. So if you're interested, you 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 can come and visit the pool and everything and try. 
Ah. Just easy as that. Okay. Yeah. And what were your parents' reaction when you? My were parents now? are uh very dilemma, <laughs> very dilemma. Uh, at first they think it's a good thing. Okay. Uh, because it's like oh okay, uh, core curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Besides study, you can go sports and meet Correct. some friends. Yeah. Uh, workouts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only stay stay at home and watch on a TV, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, but they also like. Uh, will be will there be any risk? Yeah. Yeah, because it's time, huh? You have to jump, jump from you know from from high up. You have to jump down, lah, huh? Like very dangerous. Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> but at last, they also like they quite daring, lah, to let me go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because just before coming into the studio, you know, you know, I I I knew I was going to be um talking to a. Uh, a, a diver And I was thinking to myself Since I became a sports journalist I still remember There was this one time I walked up the 10 meter platform uh-huh. You know because it's so different When you're below And you're watching people dive You're like oh okay lah They're diving lah You know And then when I walked up So you I did looked try. at the water No lah did I didn't try lah <laughs> I just walked up I just walked up to the platform I looked down and I'm like No way No way I'm not I mean I don't know If I'm afraid of heights uh, But It looks so different. Yes. So I'm wondering. Okay, this is a bit funny, lah. So every time when I think about that, it it brings me back to, I don't know if you remember watching Mr Bean, but there's this uh. one particular <laughs> scene where Mr Bean takes so long to, to jump, jump inside, and I'm like, okay, I wonder how kids get started with diving. Like, do you immediately like just go up to the 10 meter platform and then just jump inside the water, or there's a gradual Uh, you know? It's a uh, step by step. Gradually, we go. Not 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 like straight. We go up top. Yeah, and then gonna push or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> It could be very dangerous actually. Exactly. Yeah, when you splash in onto the water, into the water. Ah, yeah. like what is the worst that could happen? You could probably break some bones, right? Ah, uh, it won't break some bones lah, but I will get bruises. Ah. It's like um hit by a car like that. Yeah, yeah. The impact is very big lah, actually. Correct, and. Even as a professional athlete, I mean, of course, sometimes you see where the dive just goes really, really wrong, and you splash into the water like in a very awkward position. I'm mm. quite sure that hurts, right? Mm. Very, oh, definitely, very, very, very pain. If you want to try that, you don't have to go up to the 10 meter. You know, <laughs> you can start off from the pool side. Just jump inside. Just la. jump inside, and you know, you just lay on the water <laughs> instead of you know just. Just flat on the water instead, or you just jump in like that. Yeah, that yeah. hurts also. I used to do that when I was a kid, just jumping inside the water. You know, trying to fun do la. somersault. No, 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 not fun <laughs> at all. Not fun at all. But okay lah. You know, you want to do your hero, then you go. In. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know, moving along, talking about risk factors, talking about you know all this kind of stuff. Like you know, you had to go through the process. How long did it take you before you broke into the national team? How long? A few years. I started uh, to know diving in 1999. Okay. Yeah, when I was nine, I was selected to the national team in 2003. Since then, did you have Since to move to to KL? Yeah, I moved to KL. Okay. I studied in the uh, Bukit Jalil Sports School. Yeah. Yeah, and then I studied studied pre U University, and then I studied in UPM. Being a nine year old, getting to know diving for the first time. And then, did you feel like, hey, I got this? You know, I'm good enough. When you were in the national team, how did that change your outlook towards the sports? 
actually, I didn't really think that far mm. in the beginning. It's like, okay lah, I just join. Yeah. You know, uh, kids, <laughs> typical typical Asian parents sometimes, you know, my parents say something that I like, just, okay, listen, and then just go for it. Actually, last time, the the coach in the state said that I'm quite talented. Mm. But I don't see that lah, actually. Yeah lah, uh, I, mean, I don't see that. you're a kid, right? You yeah, I'm a kid like, yeah. oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> but I just train uh, very hard as I could lah. Yep. Thanks to my parents as well, I think they educated me quite well lah. It's like um, once started to do something, uh, don't give up so easily. Yeah. Me, myself also, I would like to like, if I do something, I want to do the best. Well, I think that needs a lot of maturity for you to actually think that way. I mean, considering you're a kid, how many nine-year-old or, I don't know, ten-year-olds out there will be win, thinking you know? that Who doesn't want to win? During, you know, during the competitions, even with other kids, you know, yeah, yeah, everybody wants to win. Mm. It's that, you know, it's mm. the environment, then kids playing around, training together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's quite fun, actually. Okay. But that time also, I didn't, I wouldn't think that, oh, okay, I can go to the Olympics or I can even go to Asian Games or Commonwealth Games, yeah. you know, or yeah. World Championships. Not that far lah, because still young that time. Correct, yeah. correct, correct. But when you eventually got into the national team, right? What was that like for you? I mean, you know, I'm also somebody who's not from KL, and to think that at such a young age you got to leave your family mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. move to KL, um, stay in an environment where um, you're not really with your family lah. You know how how was that like for you? Oh, thank God I'm quite I'm quite independent lah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So that time, mostly every weekend we call back. Yeah. Yeah, just call back using the public telephone, you know. Yeah, we still have public telephones back then, right? Coins, (laughs) the cards. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so sometimes we'll share. But until certain age, I'm maybe when I get older, a certain age, I will think like uh, maybe not everything I will need to share with my family yeah. when it's like I, I have bad times or you know my my pains my injury things I'm like okay certain things you don't tell certain them certain things like. I don't really <coughs> share don't tell well anyway if your parents are going to be listening to this podcast they will know they will be like ah, you see Junhong never told us all this you know last time <laughs> 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 oh man my mom does that <laughs> she's like ah when you're sick right you don't tell her because now she's going to get worried and stuff uh Anyway, uh, you know, I want to move into something a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. Lah. Talking about athletes, I want to go into something where almost people understand that the lifespan of an athlete is not too long. You know, Usually, you will need to sort of achieve what you want to achieve within a very short time frame. So, by the time you hit your late 20s, I guess in most sports, people would kind of guess that you're... It's the end. Yeah, it's the tail end of your career already, right? How did you manage within that time frame from, making into, uh, from coming into the national team and, you know, of course, managing injuries, staying fit, trying to achieve your goals? Actually, there are a few times I really want to give up. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. to be honest. Hmm. <laughs> really, because I had, a, I had my wrist injury the first year I came into the national team. Oh, okay. Yeah, my wrist during the competition and I sort of broke my wrist lah. Oh. And because of the impact and stuff. Yeah. So actually I eventually broke my wrist and that time maybe still young lah, so recovery quite fast. Yep. So just train and train and train and then feels like why always I can't produce any result. Hmm. I will have that kind of thought because I'm seeing my teammates they have improvements and things but not me. Yeah. So I feel like quite down and sad because I train so hard for what? Correct. Because I don't have any 
any achievements yeah. that I wanted. So until like 2008, okay. I had my first knee surgery. That time, I just finished my pre-university actually. Okay. And I'm actually doing my uh, my studies in UPM. Starting to. This was in 2008. 2009. Nine, okay. Yeah. The orientation <coughs> week is in 2009. Okay. Yeah. So that time, actually, I, I, I'm thinking like, mm, okay lah, maybe that's the end of my career because I have no confidence at all mm. to to overcome my injuries and then to get my feedback on the platform or springboard. You know, it's it's too too difficult yep. for me actually. But eventually, uh, that time, one of a coach yep. pulled me back and said. Um, why not you reconsider it? Mm. Yeah, mm. it's like study. You can study anytime you want. Okay. But yeah. But sports, sports life, like you say lah, yep. sports life, the lifespan is very short. Mm. Only these few years that you can perform or you can try to perform in your sports. So maybe you can go back and think yourself. Yeah. And the coach, like you know, suddenly poked me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay, I'll go back and. Ponder about yeah, it, you know. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Then at 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 last, I mm, I took up my courage, you know. Actually, yeah. to extend my classes and yeah. stuff, I stopped for two years. Okay. And that time, my goal is to qualify to the Olympic Games. Okay. And Because this... I've that time, I've never qualified to the games okay, before. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When I'm back in the team, I mean, after the surgery, 2009, and then I said, okay, my goal is to uh, make the cut. Into the 2012 London, London Olympics. Olympic Games, yep. yeah, that's yep. my goal. And so I've decided to put aside my studies and focus really, fully really like. focus yeah. fully in training yeah. because two sessions training, you know. Correct. And then if I have to go to the classes and university, I have to I, I lose focus lah. Correct. And it's, focus. and it's difficult lah. I guess it's it's really really difficult yeah. because I mean knowing actually it's quite tiring, you know. Actually studies. It's not easy because actually even though we're sitting there, but we're using a lot our brain power. Yeah, la. brain power. Yeah. So after we're using brain power and come into training, actually we already like uh gonna absorb already. And it's not just using your brain power during classes. You will still have assignments. You'll still have yeah. group works. You'll need to submit this and submit that. And then you also got your 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 training and competitions to worry about. Or you, it's it's definitely not going to be easy, lah. Yeah, so not easy. So actually, uh, I've reconsidered about what the coach said, and I'm like, okay, maybe what he said it's quite, uh, quite real. Yeah. And then, and then actually, those words are are from Coach Yang. Yeah. And at okay. time he just uh came back to Malaysia. I I wanted to train with him. Yeah. When I was young, you know, yep. but I don't have the chance actually. Mm, okay. But but by the time the second time he came back, I'm like, okay, maybe this is a chance that I can learn something ah, from him. Ah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So it, it it kind of fell into place. It it worked perfectly for you, in a way. In a way lah. Right. But I didn't really train under him. Uh, straight away. Ah. Uh, maybe okay. I, uh, 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 he's the head coach, ma. Yeah. So I train under other coaches, you know. Yeah. But um, slowly, you know, maybe then after he will, he will, he will observe lah. Like, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and so at last, I managed to qualify to the 2012 Olympic Games. You know the the happiness ah, the I don't know how to explain the feeling. It's like wow, yeah. I achieved it actually. Yeah. You That know? was what I was going to ask you also. Why? I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I've been a sports writer for the past 10 years. And I mean, of course, as a writer, we always just like you know, it's it's very superficial, lah. On the surface only, you know, we interview you guys, we talk to y'all, and then 
we write about it. But that true experience is something that we won't know what it feels like. And, you know, the Olympics is like the highest, you know, uh, event. And it's the dream of every single athlete, you know. So to be diving on the world's biggest stage, what does that feel like? Uh, it's like a dream came true, actually. Uh, I still remember the the moments, you know. It's not during the Olympic Games. It's the qualification games, you know. Ah, the World Cup yeah. at the same year. We managed to qualify with just uh, winning by 0.3 points. Huh. You see? Yeah. Yeah. And then we got really the place to to kick out the... I think that time it's a Mexico team, Mexican okay. team. They were so they were so strong. Yeah. They were so yeah. powerful yeah. actually. And then we were like, wow, jumping around, you know, yeah. celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. As in like we won the medal. Yeah. But actually it's not, you know. It's like the first time ever, wow, women can we have more uh, women athletes that qualify. For, not even yeah. women, you know, even the men also same. Yeah. So actually it's a it's an achievement, uh, I think not only to me but the whole team. Team, yeah. Yeah, can you walk us through your first Olympic medal? I think it was the silver, right? Yeah, yeah. That itself is like whoa, you know, crazy, crazy achievement. I mean, coming from a sport diving, mm-hmm. um, how, how, what was going through your mind, lah? You know, like you know, each dive and stuff. You can just walk us through that. It's like um, every year is like changing, you know, like 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 I say just now. My goal is to qualify. Yeah. You know, at first. And then slowly when I train, when I go for more competitions, and I realize, oh, I think I maybe really can fight for a medal. Hmm. And so until 2016, I think that's my goal. Yeah. Yeah, because um, can see there's a potential. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't mean that it's 100%, but um, anything could happen, you yeah. know, in the competitions. So, yeah, just fight for it. And the dives are actually... Uh, the the weird part is the pool changed green color. Not sure whether you still remember. It's still in the news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was in Rio, right? Yeah. Rio pool. It's a outdoor pool actually. Okay. And then we didn't know why the pool just changed green color. <laughs> the water. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Maybe the the pump system or whatever. It's it's spoiled or jam. On 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 like. Uh, uh, I think yeah. Yeah, slowly. I think one day before the game start. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's starting to, yeah. you know. But at the time, we, I didn't really think that much. I think it doesn't matter lah. Yeah. 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 So, okay. myself, I just shut down everything. Just focus on my dives, you know. Yeah. First yeah. round, second round. My type is, every dive that I jump off, I will not look into the scoreboard. Ah, yeah. I'll okay. just, okay, pick my towel, pick my chamois, and then yeah. I'll just walk to my coach, and then, okay, we focus the next dive. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And um, it was uh, the 10-meter synchro, yeah. right? So I'm always very curious. I'm quite sure everyone out there is also curious. Like, you see, you just said um, you have your own style and, you know, you go through your own rituals, if you can call that. that lah. Um, but how do you ensure that your partner... Beca- because you don't know, mm-hmm, right? you know, it, it's synchro, yeah. right? you got to yeah, be... Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you guys work out that dynamic? Actually, uh, um, word-wise is synchronized, you know. But we synchronize from the time that we walk out from the platform, we stand, Mm. 
and then after we have a signal like already oh, go actually it's all by ourselves yeah. yeah yeah you cannot control the other person right, cannot, right? Cannot. so it it's just placing your trust in just hoping that ngam lah you yeah. know that kind just, of thing like, right just it's like after saying ready go you just have to focus on your own dive that's it yeah yeah, yeah. then The others then have to, you know, have to wait until <laughs> you swim over water and then we'll see, oh, okay, what happened like that. Yeah, yeah. Basically, after radio, it's an individual dive. Lah. Correct. Just that, you know, from the takeoff and the spinning, the somersaults have to be synchronized. Lah. Yeah. And, you know, see, you've gone through so many different um, events. Yeah, a lot. You know, um, Um, From springboard until platform, correct. Individuals to synchronize. Would you say you have a favorite? I think um, no. Not really. Not yeah. really. To me, I think springboard is quite difficult to me lah. For oh, me. Oh yeah. 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 Huh. yeah. I I I want to know more about some of the other countries. I mean, if you look at diving, ah, uh, you yeah. have a few countries that they are always there lah. Yeah. You know, these are your top countries. China is just China lah. You know, I mean, I think it's. Everybody's aim to defeat China. It's, it's like you know? it's like you know why China. There are a lot of people, a lot of talent kids or athletes. A lot, a lot, a lot. So they can really people. focus on their on their uh, particular event. Hmm. But diving in Malaysia is like the popularity. Can I say that? Yeah. It's like very low. And then why I say that? I ha- sometimes you know I during the 2016 Rio Olympics, hmm. I even. Dive for three events. What I can say is, uh, maybe I'm, I'm the kind that all events at it long. Yeah, yeah I have yeah. to cover up, ma. I have to cover correct. up. Yeah, cover. Correct, correct. And you look at China, it feels like every other Olympics, they're having somebody new there. You, you know, they'll have maybe one yes, former, especially uh, platform. Yeah, and you're like, who's this person? And you see their muka, so their face is like, wow, serious man. It's like some small kid, uh-huh. and then. Each dive is like near perfect, and you're like, how are they doing this, lah? What's going on? Like you said, lah. You know, they just have so many people there, and they can really focus. Um, so how do you think what could Malaysia do to? I mean, of course, we don't have that many people here in the country, but you know, <laughs> how, how but I believe there are a lot of talent talented kids actually out there. Yeah, yeah. I've seen quite a lot, lah. Talented. Yeah. But I think most importantly, they need a right guidance, lah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that 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 goes back to our ministry, our national sports council, and you know, maybe spending a little bit more looking into getting really good um, coaches and stuff, mm-hmm. and going to the grassroots level, lah. Not just focusing at the national level, but mm-hmm. I think it's important to actually go to the states and to to, yeah. to bring all this uh, um, young talent out, right? World Championship never has Malaysia produced a world champion in diving. I remember watching, you know, your dives, and when you won gold, it's like, whoa, you know, it's big. And and and, I mean, I guess from the media point of view, we didn't really have much time to celebrate because everybody had to like, whoa, whoa, whoa shoot, you know, just won gold. You know, it's big. It's it's you know, everybody's I didn't really like know what just happened going here, crazy. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was just going crazy. So. Um, what was that like for you? It's um actually um wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. Like actually, it's yeah. like uh, 
It's like when I'm watching the divers, the other divers, you know, because after my dive, there are still like six or seven divers behind me hmm. uh, diving. Yep. So, so each time they dive, like, why am I still ranked rank number one? Because that time, after the last dive, I will look at the scoreboard. Like, why after the diver jump, jumps off, am I still rank one? Yeah. I'm like, huh? Takan code. It's like, you know, yeah. takan code. Yeah. <laughs> Have that feeling when, I, when I'm like down there watching the scores. Yeah. So it's like, when I really, the final result is out, I'm like, wow. What I actually think is, I the first thing I want to find for, find my coach, yeah. I say, wow, actually, coach, you did it. Yeah. Actually, it's not only my effort, you know. Yeah. Because a lot of people that behind me supporting, you know, so the whole support system is yeah. very important also. Yeah. Because sometimes, yeah. I always say that, uh, sometimes some somebody's success is not only because of that that one person. One person. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. it's yeah. it's the whole ecosystem. Whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, it it yeah. is a very very important ecosystem. What was actually going through your mind at the, at that time uh, when you were in the final, the World Championships? Like after each dive, uh, if you if you watch right, every diver after they are done with their dive, they will always go to the coach, right? Mm-hmm, so, yeah. like, what was coach? Um, telling you after each dive at that um, actually I, w- I want to say that actually during the event yeah. I'm uh, suffering pain also okay. yeah in, uh, at my lower back okay. just that people always forget when I want I forget everything you know yeah. but actually that time when I was doing prelims hmm. after prelims I'm like huh I'm in semi-finals I'm like after semi-finals huh I'm uh, I'm into the finals again. You know, when I every step I I take up to the 10 meters during the warm-up session, yeah. it's like I'm fighting, you know, one side 50-50. Like, Jun Hong, uh, do you want to continue? Uh, and then the other side will tell me, Jun Hong, why not you just go and tell coach? Uh, you just... Sakit lah, right? Yeah. Just, you know, already made it into the finals. Well, yeah. So susah, why you want to, why you want to fight for, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because, yeah lah. <laughs> Looking at the standard, memang susah lah. Because yeah. China, it's like, I believe that everybody in the finals are quite a power, yeah. quite yeah. other standard one, uh, yeah. very high standard levels athletes. So it's like, oh, why not just, just let it go, you know? Yeah. I just tak pula. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of thoughts, you know. Until, but until my warm-up session finish, until the whistle. Uh, whistle of the competition has begun and like okay lah sudah start lah <laughs> nothing nothing can change really yeah nothing can change so, so that so time you... is like I just focus on every dive that I can yeah yeah. yeah. but I still I ate some painkillers you know mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I I, I uh, f- find my physiotherapist that time yeah. there is a physiotherapist yeah physiotherapist following our team you yeah. know so what I can do is only I can face it I have to face it instead of I yeah lah, of course that time a lot of fighting's my brain, you know. Yeah. But you see, I overcome it and I break through. Yeah. So yeah. it's like when I step on the platform, I'm doing my imitations and stuff. I'm like, okay, just focus on my dives. And that time really, really, really didn't think of the back pain. Yeah. Until the last yeah. time I was like, Yes, finally the yeah. game has ended. I say Correct, correct. <laughs> so I like peel off my tapes and everything, peel yeah. off my tapes, my rigid tape, my kinesio tapes and say, Yes, only I can have a good rest. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's quite quite a long long day, you know. Yeah. Because I've go through a lot a few a few sessions. Yeah, 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 yeah. But before that I, I still have another event which is synchronized. Uh I've already won a hmm. bronze medal. Yeah. So maybe I think yes, it's my time for recovery. It's like yeah. very happy. Yeah. Until when I see the scoreboard like uh 
what's happening what's going on here yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. many things so yeah eventually I won the gold medal which is like kind of unbelievable yeah yeah I mean it is still unbelievable because I because I didn't really uh, watch my playback Okay. Yeah. Huh. Until I finish everything. Yeah. I just watch. Yeah. Mm, okay. Actually, there is still some rooms for improvement, lah. Actually. <laughs> Never satisfied, lah. <laughs> huh? Never satisfied. Okay. Yeah. I'm satisfied. <laughs> I'm very happy, really. Yeah. But but did that uh does that explain why um you also just broke down? I remember like the moment this the the, the results were announced. You just went up to your coach and you just you know. I actually didn't really say too much to my coach, you know, but I think. Um, I think that he knows my effort, my uh, difficulties. You know, yep. I also very appreciate that uh, his efforts and not only to me lah. I think to the whole team also lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not easy to be a world champion besides China. Actually, it's unbelievable. Like you, you, you just said it. It's unbelievable. Um, so you know when you came back, I mean, of course you were still on a. I mean, of course you were definitely on a high. Uh, You know, right after winning the world championships, probably you just don't want to think about anything and just like you know, let me just enjoy this moment. How long did it take before you started thinking, okay, I've won the world championships, now what? I've won the world championships, and then after that, uh, we came back to KL, and the next competition is KLC Games. Is <laughs> that like, okay? That's why I always tell reporters that I'm not sure whether you knew or not. I say actually, world champion is just a title, lah. Because each and every competition when we start, we start from zero. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not that you have a title, then you will win all the time or every time. It's very common that every competition we have win or lose. It's just that how, how we do the games, you know, with yeah. the, your mindset and your physical, even your physically, how you. How you approach the competitions and those things, you know? Yeah. yeah. How you manage, lah? It's it's um, it's managing that expectation. But did you feel pressured in any way when you came back because you had already won the world championship? Of course, going into the Sea Games, people would have this perception that hey, it should be a stroll in the park for you. Like you know, it's Sea Games. You already won gold at the world level. Did you feel that kind of a a, a pressure? Um. I would say yes, actually. It's impossible to say no pressure at all, lah. I think not. Not only when, uh, not only when I've become a world champion. I think before that also. I think each competition sure should should have some stress, yeah, you know, yeah, feelings. Yeah. But I think I have to uh, somehow to change the stress into motivation. I think correct, correct. And I guess you athletes know how to do it best, lah. It's not easy. Because people are putting very high expectations on on you, you know. Yeah. Once you have a world champion title, people will think like, "Oh, okay, world champion, ma. So the next one also can, ah, yeah. like that, you know." Yeah. That's yeah. what I don't really like, lah. Hmm. To be honest, yeah. saying sorry to say that, but um, we're human, you know. We're yeah. human. We go through a lot up and down. So I've been I've been saying a lot of time, world champion is the title. Of course, each and every competition, I will treat it very serious, you yes. know. Yeah. I will put hundred percent effort. Yeah. Even though I didn't do well, doesn't mean that I chintai chintai don't don't want to do well. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't want to do well? Yeah, not la. only me. All athletes from every sports. Yeah. Who doesn't want to win? Who yeah. doesn't want to do well? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, it's a form of like how we athletes ourselves to 
accept and adapt those pressure and those stressfulness feeling and how we going to overcome that. Yeah. I think basically if overcome, um, I think it's a growth. Uh. So do you know, from that period, after you came back, and like you said, you know, you had the SEA Games and then of course, you were still there, but then came the the next Olympic Games, which was the most uh, recent Olympic mm-hmm. Games in, in, in Tokyo. And as you had mentioned earlier in the show, there were lots of uncertainties, right? If I'm not mistaken, like it was until the very end, right? Before you knew that you had actually um, <sighs> qualified. Yeah. Walk us through that also. Uh. Actually, it's quite annoying, uh, <laughs> that period. Quite really, really very, very annoying, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Because, um, okay, la, after I had a second surgery on my knees, yep. 2018, I got a chance to train back with Coach Yang yep. uh, in the late 2019. Mm-hmm. Eventually, everything postponed because yep. of uh, yep. the COVID pandemic. And I've been trying so hard, la, actually. Yep. Yeah, And finally, after I managed to uh, get to top 18, mm-hmm. and suddenly rules change. Mm. But it's like after the competition, they only announce it. So it's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, um, I was in a blank. Uh, State of mind. Yes, that time. Yeah. That time, yeah. It's like, huh? So it took me almost a week. Ah, uh, uh, never mind lah. Maybe, uh, what is meant to be is meant to be lah. Huh. You know. Yeah. I'm trying to convince myself yeah. saying that because I was like so angry, like why you change the you know the rules and things, yeah. and then it's like after the competition we never informed before that, then. Saya susah-susah training with a lot of obstacles, difficulties, yeah. you know. And I'm like, huh, this is what I've got. Yeah. You know. So I'm like, take almost one week. I even felt that my tongue, uh, uh-huh. it's like, why my tongue is like pelik-pelik, uh, uh-huh. you know. Feel nothing. Uh, it's like not happy. Uh, it's very, very, very annoying. Uh, very annoying kind of feeling. Yeah. But after a week, I'm like, oh, successfully... I convinced myself. Yep. Okay lah, cannot go. So never mind lah. At least I tried. Yeah. And at least I was in top 18. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like at least I've shown that I'm still capable. Yeah. You know, yeah. after my severe injuries yep. and my surgery and stuff. So I think, yeah lah. That's that's good enough lah to prove. Huh. That's the only way what I can tell myself that yeah. right. I also don't know how I can I can <laughs> I can walk through that. But right before I think three or four weeks before the Olympics going to start, suddenly said that oh um the the final change back to the it will stick to the old old uh, rule uh, yeah. yeah old rules means that top 18 all oh, not only from Malaysia actually maybe in Malaysia I'm the only one in top 18. Okay, but actually other countries also same. Huh. All all events, not only my event, okay. all events top eighteen, all masuk, okay. all qualify. Okay. So that time, me actually mental breakdown. Huh. I'm. I think a lot of people came and congratulate me actually. Okay. Like, wow, congratulations! You finally made it. Yeah. Uh, I wish you all the best. But I'm the one. It's like it's like one uh one the guitar you know hmm. strap. It's like. Pulling so hard and then suddenly you you lose it already, right? Because I really convinced myself I lose already. And suddenly, like I have to, I have to tighten it up to refocus back to get back my my all the mentality, ah, uh, physically, ah. Yep. Uh. So it's like suddenly yeah. tighten up, you know. Then I really 
kind of breakdown that time? It all happened so suddenly, and and you had already considered that you were not going to go. You had come to terms like, okay lah, you know, uh, you're not going to go, and then suddenly you got to go again, and now you got to put yourself back in that 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 mental state that. You know, um, it's not easy to put back in the mental state yeah. like so short time of period yeah, because we, because we need some time to you know slowly step by step and then it's the it's the period it's the periodization actually it's that process it's, also yeah. yeah yeah so actually I kind of break down and then suddenly I don't know how to dive anymore. Hmm. Hmm. Would you say that was also the reason why um, you know I guess lots of people had very very high expectations yeah. for you uh, at at the Olympics. And do you think your performance at the Tokyo Olympics was a letdown to yourself in a way? Letdown. Yeah, like you know, the performance was probably. Uh, I can do better, lah. Actually, right. I really can do better. Yeah. Just yeah. that, uh, things um too, uh, too many uncertainties till I somehow also can't really focus, lah. Actually, mm, mm. so actually a lot of disturbance also, lah. Yeah. 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 Which is I can't really. I've tried actually, hundred percent, two hundred percent, all out even. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, unfortunately lah, the result is not so well lah. Yeah, you said that you know earlier that uh, you had a breakdown uh, because you know all these things were happening. How did you feel after the Olympics, especially with yourself? Like 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 you just said. I'm you so know? angry with myself actually. Hmm. I feel so, still so guilty as in like. I'm so I feel so sorry to my coach, mm. to people uh, that helped me so much, mm. even to the National Sports Council and um, some staffs from the Institute, Sukanegara. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah, they've some of them really put a lot of effort in helping me. So that time, ah, uh, when I didn't do well, it's like I'm so angry. I'm like very disappointed to myself yeah. also actually. Yeah. Yeah. I actually cried during the interview, until that I said, "Don't film me yet. Uh. Let me chill down myself." Yeah, yeah. And then I really walked behind the wall, and then I keep on calming myself, and then only I I accept the interview because that's not my best. Hmm. I I know that I can do better. Better. Yeah. Yeah. But things had happened. Yeah. Um. Competition has ended. I can't say please come again. Yeah, you know, please, yeah. please do one more time. No. No. Yeah. So actually, it's a very, very. Uh, I'm very angry to yeah. myself that yeah. I didn't do well because yeah. I've. Um, maybe there's too much pressure also on myself. I also put a high expectation on myself as well. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Just that, a lot of uncertainties, lah. I can say, and yeah. then a lot of difficulties, lah, throughout the one and a half years. Yeah. In terms of your injury, in terms of so many other things, mm, right? Yeah, but I would like to say that injury actually is not the main factor, lah. Like I said, injury all athletes suffer injuries. Hmm. Just that how we overcome and how we adapt it. Like during my world championships diving yeah. also, I I am in the kind yeah. I am carrying the I'm carrying the pain, but actually because my I think because of my training is not systematic enough right? hmm. my training conditions is, is not so well uh. so actually more or less it will affect my performance as well mm. yep okay you know we're going to go into something a little bit more recent uh, as we uh, all understand the government um, this year announced that they were cutting back on the budgets and at the start of the year they announced that You know, more than 140 athletes were 
released from the national uh, podium program. Your name was also in that list, and as someone who is, you know, who who has contributed so much, you've won Commonwealth Games medal, you've won Asian Games, uh, Sea Games, Olympics, World Championship. Um, but at your age, did you expect this? Did you see this coming? I actually didn't expect it at all. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. because um, based on my uh, result, hmm. result-wise, I think I'm still qualified. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm still qualified, but um, I didn't, I didn't know that the final result is like this. Yeah. But what else can I do? Ah. Uh? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your plans? Oh, my plans right now. Yeah. Um. I've been out from the... Uh, I mean, my contract wasn't renewed maybe almost a month, hmm. right? For now, I think um, maybe it's time for me to explore la, outside world, go, you know, besides sports, besides diving, to explore what's my interest. La, because um, for the past 22 years, la, I think I've put a lot of efforts. La, you a gave lot your of entire focus life, inside. La, I guess. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I'm 32 now, yeah. <laughs> this year, <laughs> I'm turning 32 already. Wow, okay, I exposed my age already. <laughs> so it's like, all my life inside there. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know anything else besides diving. Um, I think I should step back, you know, to learn, to find my interest. Like, because people is like asking me, uh, what's your hobby? What do you really like? Yeah. Maybe what you like can really help what in your future you want to do. Yeah. Because only, uh, if you love what you do, only you can, you know, run a long-term long-term yeah. relationship in, with the with your work. I'm like, oh, okay, what's my hobby? Uh? So I'm thinking all the time, but I couldn't find an answer. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then I'm like, okay, la, maybe this is the time that I can learn some courses, you know, yeah. take some courses, learn something new. It will be like the first step that I've stepped outside the circle. Yeah. The sports circle. Yeah. Yeah. Because inside sports circle, um, everything is done. Yeah. You just need to train. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So uh, you don't even have to uh, uh, worry about the accommodations, the food, anything yep. is provided. Yeah. So from now on, I think I have to learn uh, how to how to earn some money to you know to continue my living lah. Yeah. 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 <laughs> very yeah. very sad to say, but that it's a fact lah. I think yeah, that's the fact that yeah. I have to face lah. Yeah. So um, while I'm very grateful that um, I. Uh, I'm a brand ambassador with the Simply K face mask. Yep. So uh, I just got uh, renewed again, the, yep. the, the contract. So I'm very grateful. I think from that on, I will like slowly, you know, um, to search what I can do. Yep. Yeah. Maybe yep. to venture a business, you know, to collaborations, everything. Even maybe to publish a book. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Actually, it's in my plan. Uh. Okay. I hope I can do it. Uh. <laughs> do you write? Do you write a lot? Um, Not really. But maybe I can get some help. Uh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You, know, you know, I mean, I'm... Uh, why I'm saying that is I know some people like to journal. Yeah. Where, you know, sometimes they write, they write. And, and who knows, you know, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. could go into something. So, actually, something. outside, beside the sports, actually, there are a lot of possibilities. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. I... That maybe I wouldn't know because for the past so many years I was like in the circle only. Yep. So I think maybe it's a good time for me to explore. Yeah. You know, I I believe there are a lot of opportunities, uh, But for sure, coaching it's it's it will be always there, lah. Yeah. Coaching it will be yeah. always that there. That is one option, lah. Yeah, right? that's one option. That, that's one option. Yeah. 
Um, any possibilities of you reuniting with Coach uh, Zuliang in Australia? You know, uh, has that been spoken about with him? Travel. <laughs> you know? Yeah, travel. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think after the um, I mean the COVID is not that bad. I think the yeah. first place I will go is China lah. Okay. To visit my the first coach. Ah. Okay. Yeah, my first coach that uh she picked me in yep. the uh school. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you met her? Oh, few years ago when I had competition in Beijing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because nice. um they are aging already and yep. you know. Old folks, they have some yeah. worries, you know, uncertainties, insecurities. So I think China will be my first place, like if everything is okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Junong. At the end of our show, thank you very much for You're saying welcome. yes and, and, and you know for for opening up so much and telling us about about everything you've been through. Uh, I mean. I think if we really want to talk, three years or maybe yeah, not one day. Eh. Probably, probably. <laughs> you know, people need to sleep, but <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but really, uh, you know, thank you so much yeah, for yeah, being yeah. on on the show. Um, you know, we never know. We hope to to get you back in again uh, sometime soon when yeah. when when you probably know what you're gonna do. Yeah. You know, uh, but uh, in the meantime, we wish you all the best. Thank you um, so much. And that has been another episode of Time Spot on the Beat. Thank you very much.